Hello and welcome to the Right House Group Podcast, where we focus on everything related to real estate in North Texas. We aim to answer some of the most common questions that we're coming across in today's market. Today we're going to be talking about points on your mortgage and the pros and cons of buying those down. Brian, can you explain to us what points are and what buying them down means? Yeah. Um, so when it comes to interest rates, there are basically three tiers of an interest rate. So there is what's called a par rate. That is the actual rate that the consumer uh, qualifies for, and there are no points associated with that rate. There is what's called a premium rate, which is an interest rate that the consumer can elect to take a higher rate that comes with extra money. And a lot of times consumers that are cash strapped and maybe want to pay for some closing costs can elect to take a, an interest rate that may be a half a percent higher than what they qualify for, but there may be like six or $7,000 in extra money and they credit that back to the consumer to help them out with some cash to close. And then there's the third option, which is called a discounted rate, which you mentioned, which comes with discounted points. That is a lower interest rate than the consumer qualifies for. And people have the option of paying extra points, AKA fees to get a lower rate than what they qualify for. And the way that you determine whether or not it's a smart play to pay those extra fees and those extra points is you really determine the difference of the qualifying rate and the natural payment versus the discounted rate and the cheaper payment. And then you figure out, hey, here's the difference in the payment, hypothetically, you know, $100 if it's a half a percent in the rate. And then you say, well, what's the cost to get the lower rate? So if it was, you know, um, let's just say, $2,500 in fees, right? To get a lower rate and save the client $100 a month, you would divide the $2,500 in fees by the $100 in savings, and that would be 25, which means it's going to take them 25 months to get that money back. So the logical answer of why you would or would not pay that extra money in those fees is if you're going to be in the house for longer than the break-even point, you pay the money. If you're not, you don't pay the money because you're never going to recoup the cost. So it's all about the strategy. It's all about the break-even point. It's all about the fees for the consumer. Uh, but they have three options, and you work those options based on their short-term and long-term goals. You said about what the buyer qualifies for. If you have a perfect FICO score and you, quote, qualify for a certain rate, do you still have the option to go lower than that? Yeah, everybody qualifies for a certain rate. So every consumer has the option for those three rates, a natural par rate that they qualify for, a premium rate where they could get some credit and some extra money towards closing costs, or the discounted rate, which is cheaper than what they naturally qualify for. So regardless of the credit score, the product type and all that, everybody still has the three options on the rates. Most lenders by nature will just give the consumer the rate that they qualify for. Some lenders, big banks and internet lenders will actually market and quote a lower interest rate than what the consumer qualifies for. But attached to that comes a lot of points and fees. And the reason they do that is because a lot of consumers get big cartoon eyes about low interest rates. But the truth about interest rates is there are two sides of the coin. The head side is what is the rate. The tail side is what are the fees. So a lot of times people can end up paying four or $5,000 extra in fees to save a quarter in an interest rate, which only saves them 50 bucks in the payment. And they're actually worse off by taking the lower rate with the fees than the regular rate with no fees because it takes them too long to recoup the costs. Is there a way to easily calculate how much 
savings you can have by the interest amount you can write off. It seems like there might be a situation where having a higher interest rate might be beneficial if it puts you in a different tax bracket. Yeah, you can. So interest is tax deductible. Uh, so whatever the interest is, you know, uh, on the loan, you'll get a 1098 back from the mortgage company. And obviously that is a tax deduction at the end of the year. You know, the challenge is, is it's a sliding scale. There's not a universal rule because that, that tax deduction is based on income, right? So depending upon where the client is in the income bracket, that determines how much or how much they can't write off on that mortgage deduction. That's all we have for today. If you have a question you would like us to discuss next time, please email us at info at righthousegroup.com. Today I've been chatting with Donald Wright of the Wright House Group of Compass Real Estate and Brian McCauley. For all your mortgage needs or to connect with Brian, please visit dallasmortgagenews.com. You can connect with Donald at info at righthousegroup.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew for Brian and Donald saying thank you for stopping by. <laughs>